everybody, and welcome to the Champions Cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, and I'm joined by my good friend, Pride of Long Island, Kevin O'Rourke. Kevin, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, Andy. How about yourself? I am doing fantastic. We've got our first snowfall here in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like two feet. It's it's pretty ridiculous, actually. Pop the champagne. Yep. Um, so we have got a good show for you this week. We are going to, as promised, dive into uh, the world of Chamber Dungeons. What, uh, what worked, what didn't. Uh, we're going to recap some of our just... I guess, final impressions, final thoughts about Link's Awakening, because since the episode last week, uh, we've obviously, or I've obviously had a chance to beat it. Uh, Kevin, you'd already beat it. But uh, first, I wanted to talk a little bit about Mario Kart Tour and uh, and how we feel about that. Now, Kevin, I know that you haven't had a chance to play Mario Kart Tour yet, but you did have a chance to play some Mario Kart last night. Uh, how was your night? Oh, boy. Um, not the best. Got, got whooped around a little bit. That's too bad. Did you at least win a race or two? Um, I I think so. I do think so. Uh, maybe we'd have a little little more luck in in Mario Kart Tour. Uh, so yeah, Mario Kart Tour is kind of weird. It's a uh, so it's a mobile game, obviously, and um, it takes some definite getting used to. I downloaded it, played a couple games. So it's it's almost like um, Super Mario Run, in which your cart is always moving forward, and you basically you're just turning it left and right, and you can hold left or right to like to drift and and do the power drift. But it's it's kind of it's a little bit weird, uh, and it's hard to get used to using items in that game. I find is like pretty clunky, but uh, it looks really great. Like visually, it just looks fantastic. It looks like a 3DS game. Yeah, it um, seems like a really good time. Um, I've heard some criticisms of the, uh, like the the payment model, and like yeah, the subscription it, that you pay for the game. Yeah, it, it's uh, I think it's like six bucks a month, and That's wild. it's yeah, it's pretty expensive. And you get, um, I think they're called rupees actually, or rubies or something like that is the oh, currency. <laughs> uh, and, and you can <laughs> use that. The wand of Gamelon. Uh, like actually it looks it looks pretty weird i remember i think it's rubies i remember seeing it and i was like oh i don't i wonder why it's just not coins but i guess that's neither here nor yeah, there it's kind of odd but you can use it basically in the same way that you use um i think it's their orbs in fire emblem heroes where like you you put the orbs in and then you can get a random cart uh you can get a part for your cart you can get a character you can get other stuff etc etc so yeah, I, I don't know actually what the subscription does if it just gives you a set number of rubies or something like that per month, but it's gotcha. it's pretty expensive. I mean, you're you know if you were to let's say do a full year subscription at six bucks a month, that's pretty much the cost of a regular full fledged AAA release right there, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, and I think it costs less if you were to subscribe to like your Switch online per month. Yeah, I think so it, like you could get Mario yeah, yeah, Kart. Would. Uh, you could get Super Mario Kart on there for, you know, included with like a ton of other Super NES and NES games with that subscription. So you could play co-op on it too. 
Yeah, so I, I don't know. I I wasn't like blown away. I I thought that the visuals are really impressive. Um, I thought that like it it looked really great. But I don't know. Like Mario Kart to me is just like an inherently console experience that's hard to replicate. Like when they said that they were gonna do Doctor Mario on the phone, I was like, that's a perfect phone game. And I I played Doctor Mario World, and I think it was really great actually. Mario Kart, I don't know. It, it seems like it's it's missing a little something. Maybe it's just because like you really don't control how fast you're going or, or anything like that. It's it's almost like on cruise control and you're just doing the turns. Something's missing about it. You need to be, like, tilting your phone, those gyro controls going. Oh, God, no. Like you, you're actually you, driving a car. That would I think that would just be even worse. Gyro controls, I just, like... Anyways, anyone else that's listened to this show has heard me bitch about gyro controls in Breath of the Wild before, so let's we don't need to go there. Yeah, Mario Kart Tour, it's out. Uh, it's a thing. Um, I guess you, at least you can race online. So you know if you're if you got it, uh, hey, the power to you. Add our friend code. I'll I'll tweet it out after this. Maybe we can race. Maybe it's better with friends. Who knows? I'm gonna go download it right now. Well. While you're doing that, let's uh, let's put a bow on last week where we talked about Link's Awakening for the Switch. Um, I think last week you said that you were done. You were just doing a second playthrough. I was just uh, just after Eagle's Tower. So obviously, um, I have completed the game. I've got all the seashells. I think I've got every heart piece except for two, and I just like can't find the last two. But um, do you have any other kind of lingering thoughts or or anything that you want to say just about the Link's Awakening game in general before we dive into Chamber Dungeons here? Uh, sure. Um, I, I love the game. It's it's just been so much fun playing through it. Um, since last week I've played and have completed what, what I think is 100%. Um, I have not cleared all of the Chamber Dungeon uh, like challenges, which I guess we'll get more into as as we talk about that this week. Um, but but finding like the additional seashells and finding the additional heart pieces, uh, doing some some of the fishing and some other things that we maybe didn't touch too much upon last week was super super fun. Uh, playing the raft game and trying to get the best time on there was fun. Um, and just having like some of the new stuff like the bottles. Uh, that that was pretty awesome to have those in the game. Um, I'd really like to go through again and play it on hero mode and see what that's all about. I think that'd be a fun time. Mm-hmm. How about let's yourself? Actually, let's let's talk about fishing actually sure. because I uh, I found myself like I wasn't in love with it at the beginning of the game. I was like, this is okay. I got my bottle. I caught like a fish, and I just kind of got out of there. But um, so I knew that I needed to to catch all of the like the bloopers and the cheap cheeps for um, to get the secret seashells. And the so big I was like, dog. All right. Yeah. <laughs> old Baron. Old Baron. Someone um, called so him like, Old Bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> old Bloomer. <laughs> old Blinky. Uh, so yeah, I, I was just like, I was like, oh, whatever. Let's just grind through this. I think I had like a thousand rupees. So I was like, you know what? If I gotta spend every rupee I have, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch these fish. <laughs> and like, I kind of, I didn't like it at first. And the more I fished, I was like, the more I kind of got it. 
I got the basics of it. I don't think the game tells you very clearly, like, when to reel in your fish. Because, like, you should tap when the fish is facing you and then hold it when the fish is facing away from you. And it took me a while to, like, kind of oh. get that down. I didn't know that at all. <laughs> and I've caught all the fish. Is it just me? Am I, like, I defective know. at catching fish? Well, so, my fishing strategy was, um, I dropped the lure down. And then they'd, they'd either, they'd nibble on it, or they would, you know, you'd have a fish on, they'd, you know, they'd bite down on it. You could tell. Mm-hmm. But I would be, I was mashing the button when the fish was facing towards me, and then I'd let the line out when they were, uh, like, swimming away. But right. I, I cheated a little bit with it, where, like, it's funny to say, like, I cheated in fishing. Like, I would try to mash the button a little bit as they were like just pulling away and then like as they were just coming back i'd start mashing the button again and i caught every fish that way Hmm. see i i kind of had a strategy because like i would get all the fish and i'd get them right up to just underneath link but then they would like break away and i was like just getting frustrated because i i had the fish so close but then i just couldn't pull them up so my strategy turned out, and especially to catch bloopers this way, was like to let the blooper or the other fish kind of go all the way to the right of the screen, drop my lure, have them bite it pretty much right under link, and then when the fish bites on, you have that kind of one second window where you can just really mash up the line and pull them right there. So that was my strategy, is I would let them get all the way over they'd bite and then I would pull them up and before you even knew it they were already out of the water which worked pretty well for me there was a, there was a surprising amount of like tact built into this fishing mm-hmm. which is I kind of I came around to it at the end because I was like I, I agree I was like okay you know what there's some thought that goes into this there's some strategy I like this it, it reminded me like, my first fishing Zelda experience was Ocarina of Time, and that's, Same. you know, a very dear fishing experience. So it kind of <laughs> reminded me of the quiet days in the pond over there. So I was like, all right, I, I like this. Yeah, it was, it was a very fun minigame. I, I like the improvement over the of the of over the DX version. Yeah. Um, let's, and just uh, going all the way back to when you were talking about rafts, never, like, I never really explored that too, too much in... Uh, Link's Awakening DX, so I did it a lot more in this uh, remake. Uh, it, it's not, it's fun, but I think I prefer fishing in some of the other mini games. The Trendy Gamer, for sure, is, is I think the best mini game in this, but it's a good way to make a lot of rupees doing the raft game. Yeah, the Trendy Game is pretty sweet. Have you have you caught all the figures from there? I have. Snatch yes. those up. So you snagged uh, that exclusive last figurine. I did. I got. Uh, I got Bow Wow. It was it was pretty hard because he um, he was on the moving platform, and uh, my my strategy on the moving ones is basically to put my crane down, and when like kind of in the middle, so that way when the uh, the platform goes by, the object hits the crane and the platform keeps moving, so the object just kind of falls off and then hopefully rolls down and is stationary where I can then pick it up, but the Bow Wow was hard because it was a ball, so it was just rolling around everywhere. Although I think I had the most problem with Piranha Plant. Piranha Plant was tough. Yeah. I had to knock him over and then grab him right right on the snout. <laughs> I, I could snout. not get him. Like, I I don't know. I just couldn't get a good grabbable 
spot, like one of the prongs of the crane kept on like hitting something and wouldn't go down. So it that's what Bow Wow was forever. like for me. Yeah. Same thing. I feel like we could write up a guide, like a like a twenty page guide on like how to fish and how to I'd catch things that. at the Trinity game. <laughs> I'd read that. I, you know, there's some pretty good strategies I think that uh, that are being discussed here. There's a lot of knowledge being pooled. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of power in this. Uh, this so two we were chat. chatting. We were chatting before, and uh, I guess a few a few quick things to touch up on for items. It's funny that you actually said that you had a blank inventory slot because I was on Facebook, and uh, somebody I knew is just like, it's just like, why is my bow and arrow disappeared from my inventory after Eagles Tower? And so I was like, that doesn't sound right. So I asked him if he traded it for the boomerang, and he did. And uh, I guess PSA for everybody out there, you can you can go back and repurchase whatever item you've traded for the boomerang so that you have a full inventory, which I think is is a change from DX. Yes. Um, and it's funny because in the original, there was a bug with this where you could go back to the shop, I believe, and purchase another shovel. Um, and then you, there's something that happens with like the trading sequence or something that like gets jacked up from that. Maybe not the trading sequence. It is something though. Th this actually happened to Mossy's at a Zeldathon. Not a Zelda Dungeon Marathon, but actually it's Zeldathon. Um, so he, it's, it's been he just improved. lost his items? There's, it was something with buying another shovel and he wasn't able to use something or he traded mm -hmm. an item couldn't get it back. Hmm. Well, anyone that has mistakenly gave away a really awesome item, or you just want your shovel back, uh, because you use your shovel for secret seashells quite a bit. Um, I, I was going there with the intention of just trading a bottle for it, actually. But uh, he offered to sell me my shovel back for 300 rupees, and I was like, heck yeah, and bought it back. So <laughs> I was glad to have that back. We were talking the boomerang, I feel, and the fire rod. I feel both of them have been nerfed quite a bit in this remake, where they're not nearly as powerful. Yeah, it. I was a little, little upset that the boomerang didn't two hit our buddy Death Eye. Um, and yeah, and the magic rod. I think it's the. Is it the magic rod or the fire rod? I'm pretty sure it's the magic rod. I think it. I think it's the magic rod. I think you're right. Um, just yeah, there's something about it that just doesn't feel like as great. Um, but it's, you know, it's, it doesn't detract from the game, you know, it's just like the little things, like that boomerang is one of the most powerful items in all of Zelda. In Link's yeah, I, I don't think that's, uh, it's a criticism. I, I think, like, if anything, they were too powerful in DX, so they, they've definitely been reined in a little bit, which I think is fine. Yeah, it definitely helps, like, ironically, with the chamber dungeons, so now you can't just run around and, like, whoop your own dungeon with a boomerang. Um, so I I finished the game, I think, shortly after we were done recording last week. Uh, really, really beautiful ending. I loved the uh, the final scene. You were you, you were very right. It was a very anime-style presentation. But I think it, awesome. looked, it looked really awesome. And it was, like, such a... It was a really great way to, like, separate the dream from the real world. So I, I think it doubly worked, like, even better. Um, and I really liked, I was kind of curious to see what the windfish would look like in the, 
presentation that Link's Awakening is in. I thought he looked so cool. Yeah, I love the design um, of really of everything in this game. Uh, the intro, the outro, and like the game itself. Um, the windfish looks incredible. Like, and it really just wants me. Like, it really just wants me. I really want the um, like a <laughs> Zelda anime. So badly. Yeah, I yeah, that would be awesome. I feel like, and, and you know, I feel like there's gonna be so much feedback from people saying something along those lines that it's maybe not impossible that we'll see that sometime in the future, or at least some cutscenes like that. Oh yeah, yeah let's, I'm on board for that. Let's let's get into it. Let's talk about chamber dungeons. Of course, chamber dungeons are the big extra feature for Link's Awakening on the Switch, and uh, they're they're kind of the Zelda version of Mario Maker, where you can get your um, your chambers that you find all around the world of uh, Koholint, and you can arrange them in Dompe's shack to make your own little dungeon. There is a uh, there's some different challenges that he gives you that you have to adhere to. Um, I'm assuming everybody that's listening to this is, is more so familiar with Chamber Dungeon, so I guess let's just dive right into it. General general thoughts before we dive into specifics. How did you how did you think that the Chamber Dungeons kind of came off? Sure. Um, just like speaking from like a high level, um, I enjoy them. I think they're fun. Uh, is there room for improvement? Of course. Um, but, like, g- generally, they're a really good time. Like, I- I've had fun completing the challenges and uh, trying to give myself, like, a little bit of a challenge, too. Um, and just, like, building my own dungeons, it's it's, it's a fun time. It really is. I- I'm a big supporter of Chamber Dungeons. I like them. Kevin approved. Uh, I-, I agree. I think that they are a fun idea in theory. I think that there are definitely some drawbacks to how it was implemented. But I also, like, I've seen a lot of people just saying how, like, chamber dungeons are the worst and how they're, you know, they're not fun at all. They drag the game down, etc. I don't believe that to be true. I think that they're a fun little side game that you can do. Um... But I do, you know, I guess I do have to say there are some some major things that I feel about Chamber Dungeons that hold it back from being, like, a really great feature. And I guess, like, the, the thing, the takeaway that I get from Chamber Dungeons is almost like this was implemented as almost a dry run or a test run for how a full-fledged dungeon maker could work. Like, that's kind of the, the impression that I get from this, because it, it almost just seems like they're testing out the waters and, like, hiding it in this Link's Awakening game where it's not, you know, all the focus isn't going to be about Chamber Dungeons, but, you know, you can still get feedback, you can still test out the bugs, etc., etc. It's kind of the impression I get from it. Yeah, I get the I get the same vibes, too. Um, it seems like it's, like, kind of experimental. And I would really like to see a um, either a standalone game that has this that's more fleshed out, or to have... Um, have this return in another Zelda, uh, another Zelda title. So my my thoughts with Chamber Dungeons. I guess let's let's start and just go through some notes that we made about the Chamber Dungeons and, and sure. how they work together. But I, I think that like the obvious takeaway 
for me when I'm doing these and putting them together is, is that more thought went into kind of the puzzle of how you arrange the rooms rather than the experience of you going through the dungeon once it's complete. I think it's like putting the chambers together can be very tricky, trying to line up all of your different rooms and, and you know, connect all your stairs, make sure that you have the right amount of keys, etc., etc. But then like when you actually play through it, it's not, not that it's not fun, but it's just kind of like, I, I think it's a very secondary experience to actually putting the chambers together. Yeah, I could feel that. Um, I think being able to, like, you know, drop a stairwell in a room that maybe didn't have one before, or being able to, like, change what the locked doors are, because they're, like, prefab um, chambers, like the chambers themselves. So they're from the dungeons, from the game. Um, there's a few unique rooms where there's, like, bosses inside of a room where it's, like, they wouldn't be there, you know, obviously, because they would be, a, like, a nightmare. Mm -hmm. like a nightmare tile and you can only have one of those in a dungeon obviously you beat the nightmare you beat the dungeon um there's a few i don't know if i've gotten them all i think i'm missing a few um i have not seen a death eye chamber yet i think it'd be really cool to have like a boss gauntlet and i tried doing that but it's a little hard with like the way that those uh the chambers are positioned yeah, um, it'd be nice if like you just you, had like a straight line of ones that you could just have like all the bosses, you know. I agree that that would be fun. Um, it it would be like it it would be nice if you could customize it a little bit more. I think one of the biggest, maybe not the biggest, but one of the biggest drawbacks is that you're doing these chamber dungeons, but they're just tiles from dungeons that you've already completed. So right there you kind of have this mishmash of themes and of rooms that like you've already played through. And then, you know, if you do all the challenges in chamber dungeons, you have to use these rooms repeatedly over and over again. So like, you know, you, you keep using the same rooms over and over, which is, I think one of the biggest drawbacks, it, it might be, I, I think it would be better if maybe you just had like a blank template room where like, um, you have, you have a room and it has, two doors or two entrances in it and whatever. And then, you know, maybe when you're done putting it together, you can then select an option to theme your dungeon. You can, you can theme it as a fire dungeon or you can theme it as a forest dungeon or whatever. And it can maybe add in some environmental traps or something like that. But I, I think the problem with chamber dungeon is that it's just this, it's a mishmash of chambers and you see the same ones over and over and over again, because you know, especially if you're not collecting chambers throughout the game then you know you only have a limited number of options to connect your rooms together so i think that that's a big drawback of it um is that you can't like you said you you can't, you can't customize it a little bit more to what you want yeah I, I feel that um i think just to like on the flip side here um anyone like if you've never played link's awakening before and I just hand you the controller and say, like, oh, can you, like, build a dungeon? I think it's very accessible. Like, it takes maybe a few minutes to be like, okay, like, I could put this one here, and I need to make sure that all the things match up. And the game does a pretty good job of saying, like, hey, look out, like, you know, all your chambers don't connect. Or, you know, you need to place an entrance, things like that, which I end up forgetting to do, too. Like, I get so wrapped up in, like, mm -hmm. okay, yeah, put 
this here and angle this one and have like a two door dungeon uh, chamber room. Um, and I forget to do some things, like some basic things. Um, I think it's it's easy to do. And I think that's a good selling point to it. So could there have been some more things to add in? Like, sure, that would be great. Um, maybe having the option to be like, hey, you could have these prefabricated rooms. But like, if you want to do like a harder, more advanced mode, you know, you can go into that advanced dungeon editor and like tweak those rooms and add more enemies and change the puzzles around a little bit. Best of both worlds. I agree with that. I think like, I think that the way that uh, Dompe eases you into creating chambers is is nice. Like it, it's not it's not overwhelming. It's it's not like it's hard to understand. Um, I, I don't know. I I think I'm just hung up on like like putting the chambers together. I think is kind of fun because it's almost like a little puzzle. But then like the actual exploring through them is quite secondary. Uh, you know, like there's no. Like, you get rewards, you get a bottle, you get some heart pieces and stuff like that, but, you know, I guess, like, I guess to me, like, the, the difference is, like, when you're when you're making a level in Mario Maker, um, you're making it to experience the end product and to race through that level and to, to share it with other people, whereas this one, it's really just, like, you're making it to see if you can make it, and then mm -hmm. the, the ex exploration is secondary, and then... You know, that leads us into the the other, like, major fatal flaw of chamber dungeons in that you can't share them. And you know what? You, yeah, I, I guess I take difficult. that back. You can share them if you have the amiibo. But, like, I can't make a dungeon and be like, hey, Kevin, I bet you you can't beat my dungeon. Yeah, and then just, like, send it to me. Yeah. In, like, a message or something on my Switch. That would be pretty yeah. sweet. Or, like, I can actively search for yours or, like, other friends. Yeah. And be like, oh yeah, like oh cool, like Andy published a, a chamber. I'd like to like give it a whirl. And I mean, I think that's that to me is the biggest flaw of chamber dungeons. And it, like, I'm not sure why you can't share those dungeons with your friends. It doesn't seem like it would have been like super hard to do I, I don't know maybe i'm not like i guess i have no idea how hard or easy it is to share stuff online but like i, I don't know it, it seems like a major component or like a major aspect of a game like this where you want to you want to build this for your friends to play because you you also have the options when you get later into the game you find like little bonus rooms where or bonus tiles um where it's like okay you can place dark link in this room or you can place a monster horde in this room or bombs to fall from the ceiling in this room and, and or whatever so it's like i don't know I, I i understand challenging yourself but like i don't really want to put dark link in a dungeon because he's just gonna kill me uh, but i'd love to put dark link in a dungeon and make you go through it so it seems like those extra kind of features at least to me kind of get lost because i don't use them because i want to actually make it through my chamber dungeon and get my heart piece rather than you know i just want to watch you suffer in the dungeon that i've made you know <laughs> oh yeah i feel that um the sharing could be a little better um i think also too like we may not be like obviously we're not we don't represent all zelda gamers you know um so there could be people out there that maybe they have uh, multiple people in the household that play Link's Awakening, you know, so for them, it's 
like you have like a sibling or your parents or you a roommate or whatever right um that you're living with and um you know they make a dungeon or you make a dungeon for them to play so it's like you know they're experiencing that like their experience is completely different than someone like you or myself who are the only people in our households that play this you know yeah and and you know i get that um i just i don't know i just wish that that feature would have been included because like to me and again i'm probably totally wrong like it, it feels like it could have been included rather easily um because you know like mario maker is great but like the really great thing about Mario Maker is playing other people's levels and the insane challenges that they've made. And, you know, I'll, I'll talk about Mario Maker a little bit more in just a second here, but you just, you don't get that experience. It really is about um, completing the puzzles as Dompe gives them to you, which I guess we should talk about for a second, because actually, you know, I don't mean, I don't want to sound like I'm dumping on Chamber Dungeons. Some of these puzzles are actually really fun. Um, they I are. Think. I, yeah. So you, you either have to do things like you fill in the bomb or you fill in the shield with all these different tiles. And, like, the puzzle of putting these together is intricate and fun and uh, and makes you, you know, it's it's like a nice little, it's almost like a little brain teaser, like kind of like a, not like a Sudoku puzzle, but, like, it's kind of that same vibe where you're just like, okay, like, how do I make all of these pieces fit together in the proper order where I don't get stuck? And so... Like when you when you think about them as like little mini puzzles like that, then I think that's when chamber dungeons really shine because I think that's like the funnest part that they or the funnest mode that they offer. Yeah, I feel like there's times where, like you're right, like the creating the dungeon itself is is like the very very fun part. Um, I find that sometimes I will like there are rooms where it's just like oh man like I don't want to waste my time in this room like I don't like it. Mm hmm. Like, it's a chore, or it's, like, difficult, and I just want to, like, just want to have, like, a blank room that I could just run through and be like, okay, what's in the next room, you know? And I'd have, like, a super challenge. Yeah. Um, And you don't want to put, yeah, like, you're you're not going to just set up, like, if you want to just complete the challenge, you don't want to, like, throw a bunch of boss tiles in there. Like, you're trying to make the most minimal thing you can do to clear that dungeon to clear that challenge you know um and some of the i like some of the latter uh challenges that he gives you too like where you can't use your sword or where you only have three hearts like i i feel like if there was more of that like if there were more themes to the dungeons and and how you had to clear them it might work a little better but then i guess at the same point like so you do you do the original there's three little um categories of dungeons and i think they have four each and so after you do them, you unlock a bunch of, like, far more challenging dungeons that you can do. But by the time I got there, I was just kind of like, ah, this is all, like, the same kind of stuff. And I, I kind of lost my, my drive to finish them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there, man. <laughs> um, I do have a few challenges that, like, I still need to complete, too. Um, and the stairs one. I am just... It's so daunting. Mm -hmm. I don't even think I have that many tiles that have stairs, you know? Ugh. That, that's one of my least favorite things about um, Chamber Dungeons, actually, is the stairs. It drives me nuts how staircases work in this game. So I found out, I found out later 
that the stair automatically a staircase will automatically connect to the closest staircase which like i guess you know what i'll give it a pass because it you know you could breeze through some of these chamber dungeons if that wasn't the case but like come on you should be able to pick which stairs connect to what because like i was i was doing a dungeon and i think it was the staircase one too and like i i had all my pieces down everything connected the only thing that didn't work was that the stairs didn't connect where i wanted them to go and i was like so frustrated with it that i was like you know i i I don't even want to do this anymore and i think i just went back to collecting seashells (laughs) that's not a good feeling no um i had a similar kind of situation where i laid all my tiles out and it was it was one of the earlier stair challenges like dumpe gives you a few of these and um i was like this looks great you know this dungeon's perfect i felt like very creative on the way that i like laid the place out and I couldn't start it. And it said, like, you can't you can't get to these rooms. I'm like, what do you mean you can't get to these rooms? Like, the stairs are right there. Um, and it was like, they were too far to the right. So, like, it was stairs that were connecting to itself, if that makes sense. It was almost like a little island mm-hmm. where, like, the stairs only existed over there. And they were connecting to each other because I had, like, two sets, like, two pairs of stairs. So I had, like, stairs that were, like, one tile away from each other connecting instead of, like, three tiles away. Yeah, that that happened to me a few times. It was brutal. Uh, it was, like, super, super frustrating. Because, yeah, you have these these rooms that are, like, islands to themselves or this this collection of rooms that are islands to themselves that should just be able to connect to where you want to go, but they don't. You know, after after I found out that the stairs connect to the closest... Um, staircase to it it wasn't as bad because at least I was like okay well there's some method to this madness but then again like they don't they don't tell you that in in the game which which also makes it frustrating you know kind of putting it together trial and error style instead of just like having a quick heads up like hey this is how stairs work like it could have been (laughs) one line from Dompe one line this is how stairs work. <laughs> um, <laughs> By the you way. Know, shout out, though. Uh, shout out to the chamber music that plays while you're putting these dungeons together. Just to kind of balance like out it. this this bitching with something. Yeah, it's catchy. I like it. It kind of, you uh, know, the presentation to it is like very Hyrule, polished, actually. too. Yeah. Um, I, You know what, though? I do wish you could change the music. For the yes, for the dungeon that this too. this game is such a great soundtrack. Um, I would I would pick any dungeon theme, with the exception of maybe one. But uh, yeah, it'd be sweet to be able to uh, to swap the music, maybe swap some enemies, do a little like palette swap of the dungeon. Yeah, I uh, I wish that there was a sound test mode there. I think that'd be a perfect place for it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's the that's the thing that gets me about Chamber Dungeons is you can't theme them. And they just look like, they kind of look like a dog's breakfast, like, when you're said and done. Like, it's just a mishmash of a bunch of different <laughs> things, which is, like, the, the, the inherent structure of a Zelda dungeon is the theming and the interconnectivity of all of these different pieces and parts. And I guess like that, 
that was my takeaway from Chamber Dungeon when I was all said and done. This was like my final thought that uh, that I, I took away from it. It was like, Mario Maker works because in a typical Mario level, there are all of these 2D obstacles and enemies and like moving parts that obstruct you from reaching the end goal. Like the actual like level and moving level in Mario is usually pretty straightforward, but it's all of these like enemies or things that obstruct you from from reaching your your goal. So like when you're playing Mario Maker, um, you could put these enemies or these structures or these barriers anywhere that you want, and it and it feels natural because that's what a legitimate Mario level would look like, but when you're talking about a Zelda dungeon, the the main thing isn't necessarily the enemies, although, you know, depending on the dungeon, that could be the case. But, like, the main thing is, like, the interconnectivity of the whole dungeon and how, like, you use certain elements of a dungeon, like, let's say, the four ghosts in the forest temple or the arbiter's grounds or raising the water or in multiple different dungeons or, or like, something like that, where, like, that's your main kind of theme for the Zelda dungeon. And there, and there are these big structures that are, you know, all of them are connected and make sense. So like it's hard to include that element of, of randomness that Mario maker has because the very, you know, the very essence of a Zelda dungeon is the inherent structure of it and how it all goes together. So I think that was my takeaway from it where it's like, you know, I, I do think that Zelda dungeon maker could be really cool, but I don't know that it'll, it'll ever, ever reach the heights that Mario Maker is able to reach just because the structure of Zelda Dungeon is just so vastly different. Yeah, I, I agree 100%. Um, it's, it's... You can't, like, manufacture a dungeon using, like, just a bunch of tiles and placing them. So there's, like, a different... It's, it doesn't feel like a regular Zelda Dungeon from you know, from one of the titles. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's okay. I think that's okay for this. Um, I think it's a little complicated to be able to create those things in like a pick-up-and-play kind of editor. But yeah, it yeah, would be well, nice exactly. to have a little bit more options. Um, yeah, even like, especially in this game too, like you have um, like Catfish's Maw, you have to challenge uh, the boss a few times. Um, in Eagle's Tower, you're throwing the orb to literally change the entire dungeon. Um, just things like that, where it's like, you know, maybe a game like, or maybe a, a dungeon like, like Tail Cave isn't terribly complicated. So, like, I could see a dungeon like that being able to be recreated in, in a in a Zelda dungeon maker like this. Um, but at the same token, you kind of can't with this as well too like it works for small rooms which Link's Awakening has a lot of but there's also some like some larger rooms that you can't manufacture in this and like they're not available chamber tiles they're just too big it'd be nice to have some like super XL tiles that you can add that have more doors off of them you know yeah I think that'd be pretty cool actually because like that that would actually be a really good idea because like let's Let's use the water temple in Ocarina of Time as an example. You could have, like, the main room would be, like, your XL room. And then you could, maybe if your XL rooms could have, like, floors to them, that would be neat. Because I think that's another kind of missed opportunity is that, like, your your dungeons are very, 
like you can only really have one floor like you you can connect staircases and stuff like that but you you're really just stuck to that one level which is also kind of another part of, of what makes a zelda dungeon tick but i yeah I, I think that those improvements could be could be good i mean look like this is obviously like you know testing the waters i i think that we will still see a zelda dungeon maker in the future and there's definitely a lot that can be improved like I don't mean to sound like I'm just dumping all over chamber dungeons because I think that there's like some, you know, some good in them and, and some good ideas that they have. But I think like you, you kind of nailed it for me at least where it's like, oh, you can't, you can't really make uh, an intricate dungeon like an Eagle's Tower or, or uh, Catfish's Mod, but like you can make a Tail Cave. But then, you know, to me, it's like, okay, well, Tail Cave's probably one of the weaker dungeons in this game, just because it's so straightforward and plain, whereas, like, I kind of gravitate towards those more intricate dungeons with the themes and the gimmicks and stuff like that, so I think Chamber Dungeon, at best, can make you, like, a pretty okay dungeon, and at worst, it's just kind of, eh, a mishmash of, of different rooms. A dog's so, breakfast. A, a dog's breakfast, Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think they've got some work to do to figure out exactly how they can make this idea work as a full-fledged game. Like, I don't know that, uh, you know, I, I think that the, the thing they need to do is figure out a way to give you the ability to edit the, like, really interconnectivity of all the rooms. Or, like, maybe they could give you some gimmicks or something like that. Have an option to, like, raise the water, lower the water use your time stone take you back to the past something like that just to set it apart from from just a bunch of a bunch of rooms that are linked together i don't know yeah, i we'll agree see. um i think um, also I'll, another thing sorry this no, is my last no, go right ahead. keys those are those are annoying the way they <sighs> work in this game i forgot about this but like <laughs> we were talking before we went on there the keys are annoying because the the nightmare key you pick up is always in the last chest in the dungeon which is annoying. It'd be cool they if you could just drop too. the nightmare you should be able key to pick somewhere. Where, yeah, like you should be able to pick where your nightmare key is, or like where your your item chest is, or whatever. And I actually, I guess while we're talking about things that are missing, that's that's a pretty big thing that I feel I feel like is missing from chamber dungeons too, or like a Zelda dungeon maker. Is like it's so heavily based off the item that you find in there that maybe it'd be cool if you could if you could theme a dungeon around different items and stuff. Oh yeah, like you just have tiles that like correspond to using like rocks feather. Mm. And sure, like you're gonna start the dungeon with it, but you know it's cool that you're actually like using it for everything in there. I mean, maybe you don't have to start the dungeon with it though. Like if you put your item, if you did, let's say you had like a rocks feather themed dungeon, and um, like maybe games. you had, yeah, sure, and maybe you could build, <laughs> you could build a dungeon, and then you have your rooms that show you maybe a little check mark in the top where like you need rocks feather to clear them or you don't so like you could lay your rooms down put your item chest in somewhere and then once you have that you could clear the rest of the dungeon i don't know that that would be kind of cool i think yeah, pretty cool build the dungeon around the item a little bit yeah because i mean like that's a big part of a zelda dungeon too yeah heck yeah um so i guess one last thing before we kind of sign off here I saw somebody post an idea, and I actually thought that it was pretty cool. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are about how this could potentially work. But somebody post an idea of a shrine editor instead of a dungeon editor, Ooh. a little shrine editor, 
which I was like, you know what? That's not bad because you have like a fully kind of 3D environment. You can play with your your different runes and whatever and like the abilities to to use um, magnesis or whatever whatever that you want. I, I thought that maybe that would be a little bit more manageable than a full-fledged dungeon because the shrines are more bite-sized and I don't know. I, I, I was like, I could see this maybe maybe working, but I was going back and forth about it and thinking about things that wouldn't work, thinking about things that would work. I don't know. Where do you where do you stand on that? Um, do you think yeah, that I could ever work? I could see that working. Um, I think with with the shrines, like you have a little bit more... Like, the, the physics-based puzzles make it a little more challenging to, like, implement how to do stuff. If that makes sense? Like, how to how to create your own puzzles yeah. and, like, make them fun. Um, I could definitely see that being a thing. Um, and being able to share it would be the, uh, you know, the best part of it. I'm definitely on board for that. That'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, like, that is the fatal flaw of chamber dungeons in my eyes is that you can't share them. Like it would be fun if you could just freeform make a dungeon, uh, make it super hard and say like, here you go, gooey fame. Here's your next <laughs> Zelda challenge. Like Hopefully. get through this three heart mode, dark links after you, etc., etc. But the fact that you can't do it just kind of like it de incentivizes you to actually make those free creation dungeons to me. I don't know. It's it's too bad. I think that's the biggest missed opportunity of the Chamber Dungeons. Yeah, I feel you with that. I'd really like to be able to recreate, like, A Link to the Past Dungeons or something in another engine, you know? That'd be pretty yeah. cool. Um, um, how many of those uh, Chamber... I guess they're just Chambers? Have you bought from the shop for 1,280 rupees? I, I think I only bought one from the shop. Ridiculous 1,280 rupees. Yeah, well, you got to. Uh, it's it's an expensive hobby. It is an expensive hobby. For drop sure. some I've cash got down three. Three. I don't even know how many slamos that is, but it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot of slamos. Uh, I might have bought more. I'm not too sure. I got to go check the shop. I got to browse a little now. I do think it would be cool in this game if they maybe threw in some funky special chambers or something like that that uh, you know are from another game or just like just created rooms or something like that that would have been nice you know and i guess um link's awakening is not receiving any dlc either which is too bad because i i think that that could have been maybe a, a cool little expansion to uh to the chamber dungeons maybe just to download some pre-done maps or something like that that'd be pretty fun yeah it's kind of a shame but who knows? This this seems like it was a a pretty fun experiment for Nintendo to do. Mm -hmm. I'd really like to see it in the future. Yeah, I think the key word there is experiment. I think that they are working out the the rough patches, and I like I think that you'll I think we'll see Dungeon Maker for sure in some form at some point. I like I think that it is going to happen. It's just uh, you know I I hope that they use a lot of the feedback that people have from chamber dungeons which is a lot and you know a lot of it is uh critical i guess would be fair to say but i hope that they use that in order to really make like an awesome dungeon maker because like i i think it i think it could be done you just have to figure out the right balance between 
what the structure of a Zelda dungeon is and then kind of the randomness and whatever that you can get a Mario Maker. But, I, you know, if anyone could do it, I'm sure it's Nintendo. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. Any final, any closing thoughts on um, Chamber Dungeons before we sign out of here, KO? Um, yeah, I'd just like to say, like, Chamber Dungeons are fun. I've had a fun time with them. Um, I'd really like to be able to share them a bit more, but you know, I understand the limitations and, uh, yeah, they're just fun. It's a good time. I, I kind of want to echo that. I, I feel like we dumped on chamber dungeons a bit here on this show, but like, you know, they, they are fun. Is there some things they could do better? Of course, but you know, for what they are, uh, I mean, really like, this is just a little kind of side thing in an already wonderful game that has been completely remastered. So you know, I, I enjoyed them for what they were, and I hope that we see them come back in a different iteration in the future. Same here. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for for us for this week. Uh, we want to know how you guys feel about Chamber Dungeons. Were we on the mark? Were we off base? Let us know. Um, of course, we want you to head over to all of your favorite podcast apps. Like, subscribe, download, uh, check out us, check us out rather on Podbean, iTunes, all that good stuff. Uh, follow us over on Twitter. I am at Spateri316. Kevin is at Shabazzle. And uh, we're we're out of here for this week. A little bit more Mario Kart for you, Ko. Yeah, let's uh, let's race, rev up the engines. Well, we will see you guys next week.